0: hey everyone i got some amazing news that i have to share with you this is a quick quick commercial and i just want you to tune in really fast there is something that i love that i started doing that has added such delight in my life and it's called hungry root oh my gosh listen changed my whole life hungry root is an online grocery service that delivers modern healthy food with recipe and meal planning support somebody say meal planning because when you're busy like i am You want things that help to save you time and energy. And this is a great way to eat healthy and eat amazing foods. And no matter what your eating or dietary lifestyle is, for example, I'm plant-based, so I get to choose foods that are plant-based, soy-free, nut-free. If you want your meat, you can have that too. But you get an amazing delivery with all of your goodies. You get to pick foods that you love on your profile. You can try it. I promise you, you can just try it out, right? And if you don't want to continue, that's fine. But I promise you, if you just try it, you're going to love it. So guess what? My listeners, you get a 30% off your first two deliveries and a free gift for life. Somebody say for life. I will be providing you the code the referral code in the show notes but just in case while you're listening it is empower but the link is going to be in the show notes so try this out and just see what it's like for you you're going to love it it's been such a great blessing in my life and I want to share it with you all right enjoy the show talk to you soon Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, and all things related to helping you be the better version of yourself. Hi, y'all. How are y'all doing today? Well, previously recorded was episode number 77, Habits of a Christian, part one. I did not know that I was going to have a part two. Um, until I was recording the episode <laughs> Well welcome 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 to this to this podcast if this is your first time landing on this uh, episode today I welcome you with my with my heart with my mind. Um, With a smile on my face, I am so thankful that you decided to to stop by and listen to this episode today. And and maybe you stumbled upon it. Maybe you were researching keywords like encouragement, empowerment, positive, whatever, Christ, Jesus, (laughs) whatever you put in to find this episode for the first time it worked. So uh, you did not stumble on this by mistake. So I just want to greet you officially. Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, wherever you're listening from. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Those of you who have been rocking with me since January 2020, you all are my veterans, right? Thank you so much for your support. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that y'all are probably sharing the episodes. Uh, You are probably listening. You are uh, hopefully and I know I'm always encouraging and reminding people to rate and review the podcast. If you would, that would be that I would really appreciate that because that would allow other people to find it. So just take a moment on the platform that you're using, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, or PodBean, or Anchor or Google. And if you don't mind, just take a moment to review the podcast as well as uh, rate it and share this with someone. This is such a I really appreciate and I'm honored to be able to have this platform to use the voice that the Lord has given me to share hope, to share encouragement and inspiration. Um, And, you know, there may be podcast episodes that you hear um, on practical things, on counseling related, mental health related, Christ related. Um, So just, yeah, all of it is good. (laughs) It's good to me as well. I really hope that you enjoyed the previous episode as I um, shared Habits of a Christian and and gave you the introduction as well as shared a few habits. And I I know that this was a blessing. I really hope that that was a blessing to you because it's so important for us to just, I just like to make things sound simple. I like to make things sound practical. Uh, Some of it may sound like a no brainer, but honestly, our life, our growth as a Christian, it has to be an intentional, an, an intentional one. Uh, we can't wing it. We can't just, you know, have one foot in the church, one foot in the world, and say that we are living as Christians. No, no shade, no judgment. Um, after all, our walk with Christ is uh, a personal walk with Christ, and we are. The Bible says that we are to walk, uh, live our, our lives of, of, as Christians with fear and trembling all of us will give an account to God all of us me included all of us will give an account to God on based on our lives based on how how we're living in a way to please God and so it, it has to be intentional right <clears throat> and and I try to be very careful with this because there are many people that have heard so many erroneous teachings in in, in, on the platform, uh things like you have to do things to earn God's grace, or you have to do things to earn God's uh worthiness, or if you don't do this, you you God is punishing you, or if you get sick, God is teaching you something. Like all those things are so erroneous. That's not true. Meaning is error. It's not true. Uh you are worthy. God loves you. God doesn't need it. He does not need to uh, send sickness on you to punish you. That is not God. Okay. Sickness does not come from the Lord. Anyways. I don't want to get besides myself because I ran out of time last time. And this is part two of Habits of a Christian. So last time, I, just a just recap really quickly, I mentioned why it's important for us to have those habits the same way that a baby would grow from being a baby to a child um, and so on becoming an adult. Uh, there are certain milestones that have to be met as Christians when we... The moment we give our lives to Christ, there are things that we have to practice to make sure that we're becoming mature in our faith. So I did talk about that. And I also, I started with um, additional habits. I'm sorry, I started with just a few habits, prayer, uh, praying the will of God, Um praying, being uh, communication with God. I mentioned fasting. I mentioned reading and studying God's word. And the last habit I left off with was trusting God and staying in faith. So today I'm going to continue talking about additional habits that we ought to be practicing because we need to make sure that we're growing in our faith. And this this is a daily practice. Daily practice is not just a Sunday thing. Being a Christian and and, and being a believer in Jesus Christ is not just a Sunday thing or Saturday, whenever you're Sabbath, whenever you go to church. It's not just based on what you do on Saturday or Sunday. It's not. It's a daily walk with God, a daily walk with God. So the other habit I want to talk about is meditation on God's word. This is such an important habit because our minds, y'all, our minds are battlefields. We have to focus our minds on the things of God. If we do not, then we are plagued, plagued with anxiety, with stress, with um, uh Depression and sadness and anger and forgiveness and resentment and hurt and pain—we are so plagued with those things. We are only focusing on the things of the natural. We're focusing on pressures. We're focusing on what we see, what we hear. We're focusing on our senses, and we have to meditate on God's word so that our so that our focus can be changed uh, from natural to spiritual. My pastor always says, stay in the spiritual, focus on what's happening in the spiritual, because what's happening in the natural is is so easy for us to be deceived. It's so easy for us to be distracted. And that's what the enemy comes to do. He comes to steal, kill, destroy. He comes to distract us. He comes to destroy us. He comes to make us feel like we are defeated when when he is already defeated. He is a defeated foe, but yet he's trying to uh, let people think that they are defeated, right? So, Isaiah 26, verse 3 is one of my favorite uh, scriptures. Uh, And it says, um, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on Jesus because he trusteth in him. In order for me to experience perfect peace, that means I have to keep my mind on Jesus. I have to keep my mind on the word. Am I saying that we need to every, you know, twenty four seven? We need to act holy, and you know, um, every everybody that talks to us, we speak in word, and we, you know, quoting the scriptures all day. That's not what I'm saying. I really want you to hear this. Uh, hear this from your spirit. Hear this with your heart. Hear this. Hear this in context, right? In order for us to experience peace, even the word says that uh, that 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 He will He will give us perfect peace. He will give us perfect peace that we are to experience the peace of God. Sorry, the peace of God that passes all understanding with God, our minds and hearts in Christ Jesus. Before that scripture, it says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving, right? So. We have to meditate on God's word. And what does meditate mean? Meditate means to mutter, to ponder, to consider, to just kind of go over and over and over and over and over of that in the word of God and staying in the word of God. So we have to do that and, and really thinking about his goodness. The next habit is obedience to God's word. So important because it's so unnecessary. We cannot be Christians without obedience. Our obedience to God, our obedience to God is so important. God requires our obedience. He requires our obedience, right? It's better to obey than to sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Many people are saying, well, I did this, I did that, I do this, but are we obeying? Are we obeying God? I, what was the last thing that God told you to do? Are we doing that? Sometimes it's simple things. Maybe God told you to... um god one of well i'll talk i don't want to go besides myself but maybe god told you to bless this person did you do it maybe god told you to call this person did you do it maybe god told you to start this podcast did you do it whatever maybe he told you to write that book did you do it right and again none of what i'm saying is for condemnation because we've all missed the mark thank you lord for grace because he's been so gracious but we live in obedience. Our faith in Jesus is a response. is our response to God's grace. What I mean by God's grace? He demonstrated, He showed his grace. He demonstrated his grace by sending Jesus to become the one-time sacrifice for our sins. In the Old Testament, they used to be able to go to the high priest. The high priest can only go to God um, for the sins of the people twice a year. Can you imagine only only being able to go to God? twice a year, I wouldn't make it. I just wouldn't make it, right? But I'm thanking, I thank the Lord for his grace. Another habit is dependence on the Holy Spirit, praying in the Holy Spirit. So this is so important. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. When Jesus went up to heaven, um, after he died, we received the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. He sent the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. The Holy Spirit reminds us of the word of God. The Holy Spirit is there to correct us. The Holy Spirit is there to comfort us. The Holy Spirit is lead is is there to lead us and guide us into all truth. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us, but we must commune with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis, on a regular basis. The Holy Spirit is a person; it's not just some some, some um, you know a thing, right? And I, I, our minds cannot understand what I'm saying, but the Holy Spirit is a person. Is God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit three in one? First John four verse four says, "Greater is He that is in in me than He that is in the world." Jesus in me makes the majority. The majority, the Holy Spirit in me makes me powerful. The Bible also says, I don't remember the exact scripture, but we have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. We can't that, that we have no excuse to not to be de- defeated. We can't afford to be defeated. We have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us as believers. And if you don't know how to pray, the other thing too is we have to pray in the Holy Spirit. When I say pray in the Holy Spirit, we have to have um, or we we should aspire to be able to have the infilling of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of praying in tongues with the evidence of praying in tongues. Now here's the thing. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ and you don't yet know how to pray in your prayer language, ask the ask the Lord to to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Ask him for an infilling of the Holy Spirit. There's so many examples of people who just prayed in faith and asked God to fill them up with the Holy Spirit and God filled them up. It is a faith thing. It has to happen by faith. Meanwhile, if you are not Feel with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of praying in tongues or your prayer language, then pray the word of God. Open the word of God and start praying the word. Because guess what? God's word is spirit. God's word is spirit. So if you don't know how to pray in tongues, that's okay. Just pray the word until you... Experience the manifestation. It is so awesome because the Holy Spirit. When we don't know how to pray, this Holy Spirit gives us utterance. It makes the Bible says it makes intercession for us with groanings that we don't, that we don't even know how to express. So there are times that I don't know how to pray. I just start praying in the Holy Ghost. And and my atmosphere changes. My spirit is ignited. My spirit is encouraged. It is so beautiful to just pray in the prayer language. And I want to do that more. I want to do that more and more and more and more and more. <laughs> I'm smiling because one of the funny things about wearing a mask, one of the beautiful things about wearing a mask, because you can be walking in the store praying and nobody knows you praying. Behind that mask, just praying in the spirit. There's been so many times I've done that just praying, singing, and, and I have a mask on my face and so nobody really knew what I was doing, okay? So that's a very important habit to practice because it strengthens our spirit. It changes our atmosphere. It, it is so amazing to just be in communion with God. It's so amazing. I can't even describe it. It is amazing. Another habit, giving and tithing. I cannot afford not to give, y'all tithe to tithe the 10% uh, of my of my of my uh, bless, of my um, finances to God is an obedience it's a command in the word of God it's not man's command it's not bewinded' command it's not because I feel like it faith in God has nothing to do with feelings it is an obedience to God's word. And that's that. I mean, I could just say I could just end the podcast right here. Like I can't. It's God's word. Some people don't agree with it. Hey, that's OK. But I rather do God's word. I know that the Bible says in Malachi that when I tithe, God opens up a window of heaven and he pours a blessing that I don't even have room enough The giving and tithing unlocks the blessings of God. It keeps the blessings flowing. The Bible also says that when I give, whether that's sowing money, uh, resources, times, my talent, when I give, men give unto my bosom, good measure, pressed down, running over, shaken together, men give unto me, whatever I sow, I reap a harvest. Okay, so giving and tithing is is in obedience to God's word. And I, I rather do God's word. I'm not about to negotiate God's word. I'm not about to cheat God. God doesn't need my money, but it's about a faith. It's about faith. It's about faith. It's about obedience. It's about obedience. I'm not going to say too much with that. Another habit is pleading the blood of Jesus. Y'all, let me just park here for a second. It is so important to do that on a daily basis. For God's protection all throughout the Bible, especially when you saw in the new in the Old Testament if you look up scriptures about the blood when it comes to the Israelites and and, and when the angel of death was coming and basically God says, when I see the blood I will pass over you the blood of Jesus where Satan where, I mean where the blood of Jesus is Satan cannot enter. So I've learned. Thank you, Lord, for my pastor, Pastor Leo Holt. He has taught us to plead the blood of Jesus every single day. There's power in the blood of Jesus. Not a day goes by. I may not remember to do a lot of things. I may not have I may not be doing uh, everything, but not a day goes by where I do not plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind, my emotions, my spirit, my body. If I experience a pain, a discomfort, if I see anything going on in my body, um, I plead the blood of Jesus over my home. I plead the blood of Jesus around my, I, I even say I tie a bloodline around my home that no disease no virus no incident no crime no violence nothing Psalm 91 is a prayer of protection as well and 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 goes along with with praying that no no evil will conquer me no evil will come near my dwelling right when I'm what before I leave my house I plead the blood of Jesus when I'm driving I plead the blood of Jesus let me give you an example I was driving to church lately I've been experiencing uh, some some issues with my truck and I was driving to church and I was just praising and praying uh, Praising god and just you know, just getting my spirit in the atmosphere uh, To receive and I was praying to god and lately my truck has been doing this weird stuff where There's a throttle a throttle light comes on I know nothing about a jeep But there's a throttle light that comes on in an engine light And sometimes when I when that when those lights are on No matter how many times i've taken it to the jeep uh, wolf chase uh, dealership, they they have replaced it, nothing. They can't tell me what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong. So I need a second opinion. And so when those two lights come, I, you know, you put the truck in, in, in cruise. I put on cruise control and I noticed that it started to decelerate. So instead of accelerating, I'm on the highway and it's now decelerating. It's going to 40 miles per hour. This has happened before, right? I don't have time to go into all the stories of that, but what I started doing, I immediately I immediately took, took, took authority. I immediately uh, immediately, sorry if I can talk, started pleading the blood of Jesus against this. And I started to talk to this truck as if it had a voice. And then, and then I started to thank the Lord that it was addressed, that it was fixed. And do you know that situation was fixed? My truck accelerated to normal speed and I was able to get to church on time. We have to practice pleading the blood of Jesus. If you have children, if you're married, plead the blood of Jesus over your home, plead the blood of Jesus over your children. Go into the room. If you're if your office is filled with drama, you know, maybe get there a little earlier, walk around your house, your your office, plead the blood of Jesus. It is such an important practice of a believer. It is important. We cannot take things for granted. You've, we're hearing so many different stories of people coming into a, a just a public place, Walmart, uh, Publix, you know, different stores and just opening up in fire, shooting folks up, right? I thank God I'm pleading the blood. I don't care if I'm going to the grocery store, getting my nails done, going to get a massage. I'm going to plead the blood of Jesus because we cannot afford to just be, you know, Willy nilly, uh, you know, just senseless and not careful, not not uh, wise, not attentive. We cannot afford. I see people going to the stores; they are on the phone, distracted. That's when we can become easy. Not we. People are easy prey. People are wait. There are people looking for people who are distracted because they know that you're not paying attention. So it is so important to plead the blood of jesus so i definitely plead the blood of jesus that is a practice that i do i uh, have to do on a daily basis satan is after your mind he's after our identity he's after our peace he's after our health he's after our finances he's after our, 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 our he's after our faith he's after it and for many of us he wants he is He's. he wants to wear out the believers right? So we have to plead the blood of Jesus on a daily basis. I hope I've said enough about the blood because it's so important to do that. Another habit, oh my gosh, y'all, praise, worship, and thanksgiving. I don't even have the time (laughs) to go into this, but as a believer, we cannot afford not to maintain a practice of praise and worship. The Lord inhabits Oh, I just, he lives in our praise. Praise and worship changes the atmosphere. I dare you to start praising God you know, start praising God. You know, if you can lift up your hands, start thanking the Lord, start record, start, start complimenting him for who he is. God, you are awesome. You are the alpha and omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are the lily of the valley. You are holy, God. You are righteous. You are so good. You are faithful. God, your promises are yes and amen. You are the creator of all things. You are so, like when you start to do that, Just praise and worship and thanksgiving, it unlocks the blessings. The Bible says when the blessings, when the praises go up, blessings come down. I cannot afford to not praise God. Whether that's a praise in the midnight hour, in the morning, in the evening, in the afternoon, there is something spiritually. The Lord showed me one day, he said to me, your praise unlocks vaults. It unlocks. It just unlocks uh, the vault to your blessings, right? And a lot of times we're so focused on the problem. We're so focused on, well, this hasn't happened yet. So maybe God has forgotten about me, or you know, I haven't seen my healing yet, or I haven't seen my manifestation yet, or or why is God not answering me? And God has got. Listen, God has done everything He's ever He's going to do. He's done everything. If, what if we just focus on praising him for the manifestation? Even if you haven't said it, you haven't seen the manifestation yet, start praising him for it. God, thank you for my miracle. Thank you for my healing. Thank you for debt cancellation, God. Thank you for that. Thank you for the husband, God. Let me not say anything on that. But it is so important; it changes our atmosphere. The Lord delights in our praise. I promise you, if you start looking through the Book of Psalms and looking through the Book of the Old Testament and New Testament, if you just look up scriptures on praise, worship, and thanksgiving, you will see several scriptures. Even, even last time I talked about gratitude, this, the Psalm says, "Enter into His gates with praise, into His courts with thanksgiving." We, it is, it is a characteristic of a believer to practice praise and and worship and thanksgiving. Another habit, attending church or fellowship. Yes, y'all. Hebrews 10.25 says, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as a matter of some do. And I know the pandemic really affected this for many of us. Um, of course, we were out of church for an entire year. For some, many of you are still out of church. For, for for several people, church their church is closed down. And that's what the enemy wants, right? He wants us to think that the only way that we are to go to church is through a video. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not the way that we were intended to fellowship. You can't fellowship through a video. I'm so thankful to be back in the house of God. I love serving. I love to be there, even if we were in a mass, just to see people, just to hear the word, just to be in the anointing, just to be in the presence of God, right? And it's a command of God. So that's all I'm going to say to that. It is a habit. It's a habit. It's not okay for us as believers to just, to just be okay with staying home. If 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 Sunday people just say, well, I'm just going to rest on Sundays or Sunday is my day to self-care. What? Sunday is family day. What? So we just don't go to church? <laughs> That's, again, everything I'm saying is not, this is not to shame anybody. This is not to condemn you. This is just to bring it to awareness that that is not, if it's in the word, I, I want to do it. I want to do what the word says. I want to do what the word says. Does that mean I'm doing everything the word says? Does that mean I'm missing the mark in some areas? Of course, I miss the mark in some areas, but I want to grow. I want to become uh, more mature. I want to experience the supernatural. I want to experience God's blessings. I don't want to miss anything, and I want to be obedient, okay? Another habit, serving. I'm going to try to move a little fast. Serving, serving God, serving God's people is so important. Number one, it refreshes you. Proverbs twelve twenty five Number two, we ought to do it as unto the Lord. Colossians 3, 23. I really love serving in my church as a greeter. And it's a way I do it as unto the Lord. I absolutely love it. And I'm sowing a seed into the kingdom. And I know that whatever I sow, I reap. I love to greet people. David said, I'd rather be a gatekeeper in the house of the Lord than be in the house of the wicked. <laughs> Everything is in the word, right? Another habit, decreeing and de- declaring God's word. So important because whatever we decree is established. Job 22 to 28, 22 verse 28. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Our words can help free us or keep us in bondage. It is so important to decree the word of God, to decree the word of God, to decree the promises of God. Another habit is Witnessing our lives as believers are living epistles. That means people are reading us. They're watching us. If we say we are Christians and we're cussing, we're cussing folks out and we're vulgar in our language and we're, you know, out, you know, just intoxicated with wine where we don't, we're not even in control of ourselves or we're fornicating or shacking up or, you know, mm, you have to ask yourself, am i can somebody look at me can can am i am i is my life a witness to god every we have a our personal relationship right we we each are responsible for how we live our lives as christians because i can, i have nothing to do with your personal relationship you have nothing to do with my personal relationship it's personal relationship it's not religion but our lives are to witness. Even Jesus says he gave a command to, get, to go out into the world and preach the gospel about Jesus. And so how we witness? We witness through our lifestyle. We witness by sharing our testimonies. We witness through our words. We witness by our, through our behaviors. We witness in so many ways. Inviting somebody to church, talking about the things of God. We, there's so many ways to witness. And technology has made it easy. Sharing a testimony on, on social media, inviting somebody to your church is a witnessing. Using this podcast is a witnessing, right? Another habit, y'all, I hope, I don't, I don't think I'll get done, but I may come back with a part three, <laughs> but purity of mind and body. I'm just going to say this. First Corinthians 6, 18, read it. First Thessalonians 5, 22 says, run from the appearance of evil. And then the last habit, renewing the mind. That's a daily practice. Romans 12, 1. how do we re- renew the mind? Through the word of God and everything that I just listed. So I know that this was word heavy and important, but let me just say this real quickly. We cannot autopilot our faith. We cannot depend on the pastor, the counselor, the coach, the mentor, our spouses, our parents for our faith. In fact, neither of them are responsible. I am not responsible for my clients' walk with God. I'm not. That's a lot of responsibility. I cannot be responsible for their walk with God, right? Right. And I cannot replace the their relationship with God. We are each responsible for our walk with God. I hope this was helpful. So you now you have part two on just several habits of a believer. I really hope that you take time to reflect what habits are part of your day-to-day life, what habits you're doing well, what habits you want to increase. And this is a day-to-day thing, right? So I really hope that this helped you and this helped to um, encourage your heart, If there was something that you heard that you want to um, just share how it's adding value, let me know. This is not about gaining brownie points or doing things to to make us worthy, because guess what? Jesus already made you worthy. He loves you. He has great plans for you. He's not punishing you. Okay, y'all. I love you. I hope this nourishes your mind, your body, your spirit, or your soul, your mind, and your spirit. And I'll be back next week with another episode. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.